Yes, sir. And we're back. Can't wait to Miguel. Good song, Indy. I like Miguel. I like this song. Really? I used to love this song. What's your favorite Miguel song? <sighs> Don't put me on the spot. Come on now, you have that to one. know it. Adorn? Mm-hmm. You're lying because you don't want to think right now. I don't. I don't have. I don't have it to be thinking about nothing right now. <laughs> really? My favorite Miguel song is the one with him featuring Kendrick Lamar. And I forgot what the name of it is right now. Well, it must not be your favorite thing. It is my favorite one. If you played it, I would know it. Somebody's going to write us in and tell me what it is. But I will figure it out by the time this episode is finished. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And just like every damn Tuesday, I'm here. With a very special guest, India Marie. India Marie and B Love, the married couple you didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. Now, India, normally, let me stop because I was about to say, How was your week? but I don't want to start that way. I want to say, hey, thank you, everybody, for your continued to support. Um, weekly, I never say this, but it's a weird flex, I know. Weekly, we are like in the top 20 of the um, kids and family category on the iTunes chart every week. So thank you guys for blessing us with your time, with your patience, and also with your feedback because we take it very serious, as some of you may know. So, hey, listen, any feedback, anything you want us to talk about, please leave us an email at she and I podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us or you can text India directly at 901. Very. It's about to get in my bag right then. But like always, we have to <laughs> let gratitude be our attitude and thank each and every person who listens to the podcast on a weekly basis. And if it's your first time, make sure you share, come back. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune the hell on in. India, now we can get to it. Uh-huh. So India is sitting here right now, you guys. And jet lagged. Jet lagged. I apologize in advance. Um, I'm so tired right now that I can barely keep my eyes open, but we're going to push through. India claimed. For about 30 minutes. <laughs> she's been awake for 24 hours. Now, I beg to differ because... I'm looking at the time a little bit different. But I don't know why you're looking at the time differently. If we went, we woke up at 5 30 this morning. We did wake up in at 5:30. London. London. That was 11 30 p.m. in Nashville. You're right. So I'm I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not understanding why that's so confusing to you. We've been up for almost 24 hours. It'll be 24 hours at 5 o'clock a.m. Nashville time. I'm tripping. Anyway, let's tell the people because some people may not know the context <laughs> behind this story. India and I, we celebrated five years of marriage 
on November 15th. Give us a round of applause. Listen, not everybody is able to say that they have made it that far. Some of y'all shit don't stay together for five months. So five (laughs) years is a hell of a feat. And I like to tell India, thank you for putting up with me on a night in, night out, regular basis. And I love you so much. You're the apple of my eye. I love you too. You are the thorn in my toes. But... (laughs) (laughs) But more than anything, hey, I couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much for five years. So in order to celebrate these five years of marriage, India had the good idea that she wanted to go back out of the country. And the relationship from last week kind of stemmed from India's need for a gift. Now, I didn't know I had to uh, buy India a gift. I'll be un- transparent. I'll be completely transparent with you guys right now. I had no clue I had to buy India a gift last week. India came to me and said, hey, I'm going to give you your gift early. I'm like, oh, shit. Was I supposed to get you something too?" India said, oh, you ain't getting me nothing. And I felt the disdain. In her voice, she looked at me with those piercing eyes. She stared into my soul. Now, we always we always give each other gifts. Always. Yeah. But But you thought this one was different because we went to London. That was a big ass gift you got. I mean, that travel vacation was an extremely there was a family gift. I told you it was a family vacation. Yeah, and, and I didn't say buy anything big. I said buy something small. I could have just gotten an anniversary card. The more you know, that. and that wouldn't work. Fellas. Yes, it would have. Fellas, yes, if you're out have. there listening, if your girl tells you she will be all right with an anniversary card or a Christmas card or a birthday card only, don't believe her. It's a setup. She's trying. Indy, if I would have came to you with the card only, you would have looked at me like, this is it. Now, I'm not saying that you are. No, because you would have given me the card, but you also had the day planned out and we went out. So that would have been it. So it's extra on to the card. A card alone won't suffice. Is that what you're saying? Now, listen, it's it's not my fault. We've, We've celebrated anniversaries in a certain way every year since we've been yeah, together. Yeah, I said the president. Exactly. It's my fault. So, uh, just because you bought the trip didn't mean that I still didn't want a card. Listen, at least. <laughs> I told India the fifth year anniversary according to the traditional anniversary list <laughs> was a wooden gift. India looked at me and said, no, it's not. It's diamonds. I That's made her look I it said. up and it was wood and silverware. Um, I'm not going to buy my wife silverware because I feel like that furthers the stereotype that women need to be in the kitchen. And that's not how I give it up. I would not have been happy with silverware. I thought about getting her a cutting board with our names engraved, but that still seemed to kind of say, hey, woman, get your butt in the kitchen. I think and we already I got didn't want to do that. We do have a cutting board with our names in it. I'm like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided I opted out of the traditional and the modern gifts, the five year. I kind of broke away from the mold this year. 
and got her something a little bit different. So well, we're not gonna say what you got me. I'm not. I would never do anything like that. But just know I did get you a gift and did you enjoy your anniversary trip? I did. Perfect. So without further blast. ado, since you enjoyed it so much, without further ado, let's get into it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So this week, we wanted to tell you guys a little bit about traveling out of the country again with a older toddler. Now, we did it before. And I think he's still a pretty small yeah, I do too. Tyler. I do too. I mean, it was just a couple of months ago. Uh, we did it We did it early on this year when we went to Jamaica. Um, and now we ran it back. We're doing it again at the end of the year to see if we did it a little bit better. Not only that, a lot of you, um, we saw by the IG questions and all of the IG likes and comments. And hey, man, we can give shit. Thank y'all for that too. But we want to come on here now and kind of just, man, tell y'all how the trip was. We literally just got back from London one hour ago. And we cracked the mics open one hour after we got back from London. It's fresh on our minds and fresh in our hearts. So Honestly, I'm so tired right now that I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about everything. You know how you just like delusional? Yeah. That, that's how I feel right now. It's funny. So, India is delusional, and I don't know what type of energy that I'm running off of, but I love it. Now, I'm not going well, to work up. in the morning. Stay up. I might stay, stay up, up all night. Football. You know, stay, stay up, up all you know, night you know, long. I might stay up. But let's get into it, Indy. So, first things first, I want to talk about, um, tell everybody, and me and you can talk about it too. Let's talk about it. What were the five, and we'll do five because this is kind of the fifth year anniversary episode. So tell me the five things that you liked most about being in London. Okay. Five things, not five places, but what are the five things that you like most about being in London? And then we'll talk about the five places that we enjoyed visiting most. I liked how child-friendly London is. <laughs> I like hey, tell them tell them about you remember so I was messing with India earlier on when we first got there because I was telling her hey you might not want to breastfeed in London because I don't know the breastfeeding laws just joking around with her and then we were walking through Buckingham Palace in India walking around like the area of Buckingham Palace and India happened to look up and what did you see a statue of a lady breastfeeding her kid that was the most exciting part of India's trip, but go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to I say I mean, obviously, obviously, when it comes to breastfeeding, uh, the U.S. is the only country that's behind. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I would tend to agree. Like, I could go anywhere else and breastfeed. Blake can literally be four years old. I could go anywhere else except for here. Breastfeeding Blake and no one will bat an eye. Wendy, I'm going to keep it real. that is the norm. That is the norm in those other countries, and it's it's not my fault that people here are ignorant to it. Now, if you go anywhere else with Blake at four years old and breastfeed him, I'm going to bat an eye. 
Bat it. Bat, bat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to be a yeah. blinking son of a gun. Yeah, bat, bat, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, boy. But, so go um, ahead. So, yeah, I liked how child-friendly it was. I loved... Uh, this list is going to seem like all over the place, but I loved how... I noticed that all of their ads was extremely diverse. Really? You know, you you look at ads here and it's just, for the most part, it's just white people. Right on. You know, a lot of the ads and, you know, people have to voice their opinions on ads all the time with their lack of diversity. And it's like everywhere I looked, their ads were so diverse. Okay. I mean, it was people of all colors, nationalities, creeds. Like, it was amazing. I mean, it was just everywhere I turned. So I love that about it. I loved how environment friendly they are. Okay. Oh my God. Um, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I wasn't even going to tell that story, but they're very environment friendly over there. Uh, they have all, like most of their restaurants have already gotten rid of all of their plastic straws. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of a paper straw. I don't like paper straw. Straws, it's like soggy. Ce- paper straws are the equivalent of eating soggy cereal. I don't like them, but I feel like it's something that's needed. Like we we Listen. really need to like I'm sitting I'm looking at your stand right here. You have three plastic bottles sitting right there. So <laughs> you gotta bust me out, man. Golly, we are a team. <laughs> Just give me no straw. I don't want a straw at all. I don't need plastic. I will wrap my lips around the edge of a cup. Whatever, Barry. All right. So, um, so yeah, uh, a lot of their products are already very clean. They are. I just so happened, it happened to be that time of the month for me. I <laughs> came on while I was there, so I had to go to... Uh, Boots. Boots is like their uh, equivalent to our, our Walgreens. CVS, Walgreens. And so I Boots. went there and all of their feminine products were natural like for the most part they none of them had chemicals in it it was all like organic cotton you could buy a diva cup straight off the shelf um what's a diva cup and it's just huh it's the cup you pee in when you stand up and pee ain't it no beard a diva cup oh is the cup you use when you're on your cycle. So what's, you stick it right, in so there. What's the cup it, that it's women re, use? It's reusable. Like, it, the, it, the purpose of it is so that you you reuse it and you're not having to... And it's supposed to be safer for your body. But okay. you basically dump it and rinse it out and use it again. Okay. Or wash it out and use it again. Thank you for the expl- explanation. So what's the cup that women use when they like have to go and stand up and pee? You know what I'm saying? What's that thing called? I don't know what you're talking about. What is that mean? not a diva cup as well? Why would anybody stand up and pee? There's something, keep going, but it's something that women use that they can stand up and use the restroom and like they don't have to squat or anything like that. Oh, uh, you mean for for women who are like, like men? No. <laughs> like they want to stand up and pee? Nah, like if you go out to the club and you don't want to use the public restroom, like sit your bare ass on the public rest toilet, you can use this product and stick it up. At, Why would that exist it, when you could just squat? 
Because some women don't have good knees like Meg the Stallion They're, and India Marie. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But Keep going. anyway, so yeah, you you can buy the Diva Cups just like you can literally walk into a regular store and the Diva Cup is sitting on the shelf. And um so yeah, all of their products were clean. A lot of people before we went talked about their food and said that their food isn't very good. And I don't think that that's necessarily. <laughs> it's called the Goat Girl. I just pulled it up on my phone. I'm showing India right now. Am I lying about this? That's strange. It's called the Goat Girl. You basically stand up, ladies, and you pee like a dude. But go ahead. <laughs> this lady. But right? for what? I don't know. Like maybe, well, this lady in the picture is going, she's out in the woods and she's hunting, seems like, but it's the Goat Girl. Okay, well, that no, that's not what I'm talking I'm about. Um, <laughs> it looks similar to me, the Diva Cup and the Go Girl. But um, so yeah, people told us that the food wasn't gonna. Everybody be very said, good. Everybody the, said food the food in nasty. London was gonna suck, and the food didn't suck to me. Uh, I actually had some meals that were spectacular while I was there, and a lot of their food. I just think that it tastes different. It's not that it's nasty. It just tastes different. And I think it's because we're so used to our food having all of the extra salt and, you know, sugar and stuff. Mm. So it's not, some of it wasn't as flavorful, mm -hmm. but a lot of the stuff I bought had like no added sugar in it. And I mm -hmm. loved it. Like I didn't have any problems finding stuff for Blake to have, or, you know, like, ah, right. oh, this has way too much sugar in it because a lot of the stuff didn't have any added sugar in it. So a lot of people said the beef tasted different. I'm going to tell you straight up when we went to Shake Shack that last day, that Shake Shack beef tastes just like Shake Shack beef in the U S yeah. It did. It did. It was amazing. Shake Shack here and Shake Shack there tasted exactly alike, even the fries. And then the fifth thing, which what I said before isn't numbered, but if I were to number them, this yeah. fifth thing would be number one. I got you. Um, The fashion. People in London are the most well-dressed people I've ever seen in my life. Yes, they are. And I was just like drooling, looking at everybody, just walk casually walking down the mean? street. Drooling, looking at people. Yeah. Just casually walking down the street, fresh as hell. Like the okay. men are so well-dressed. Watch it, it's watch it. insane. They are. I agree. I'm going to say, that you act like I'm lying. The men are so well dressed. The, the women are so well dressed. They're just some well dressed people. So, those are my five things. I'll run mine down quick then. So, I'm doing mine in order. Number five, um, the tiramisu. Oh, it's my favorite dessert, tiramisu. And the best tiramisu I had was in London at a place called Bar Italiana. Fire. And their bar stayed open late as well. Their bar stayed open at 5 a.m. It was in the Covent Garden area. And um, you can go there and party and kick no, it. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was in Le Leicester Square. Okay. All right. Was it not? Same thing. All right. Okay, well, whatever. But <laughs> if, you, if you were to be more specific, then it would be easier to find. The second thing I really enjoyed about London... 
Uh, we're not in. This mine is in order. So the fifth will be the tiramisu because it was it was great. The fourth will be the service people. Everywhere we went, like in inside of a restaurant, inside of a museum, um, inside of a excursion, the service people were really accommodating to everything that we needed. They made sure that they were um, real friendly to us. They were just nice. People, I mean, it was just a good time. The people of service were nice. The See, local the people. Service, we're getting to that next. The were service not. people. The <laughs> service people, all right? Um, the third was just the history, you know what I mean? Like seeing all of the London history, kind of learning about some things as well that we already knew, but kind of expanding our knowledge of things. Um, fourth, I love it to death. Well, this will be my second, I'm sorry. But public transportation. I am the king of public transportation. I love a subway. I love to ride and get lost and figure out my way around and kind of map out my routes. Um, so, yeah, the tube was extraordinarily clean compared to other cities that we've gone to. Indy and I, when we go to New York, we don't take... Um, we don't take Ubers and Lyfts that much. We took Uber and Lyft last time with New York. Um, but usually we just strictly stay on the subway. Um, and in London, we did the same thing, but we did ride the city bus a few times too. So it was a good time. And um, last but not least, what India said, the men's fashion in particular, um, to me as well, was just off the charts. Um, even on, I'm probably saying this wrong. Can you pronounce it, what I'm about to say? What? Seville Road. Hmm. Let's go with that. Seville, Seville. I don't know. Um, anyway, but the men's fashion on this one street that I'm trying to pronounce, they had all of the men's fashion tailors. You can get a bespoke suit right there on the spot. They will hook you up, get your exact measurements, get a suit tailored to perfection just for you. I'm going back and I'm going to get my suit next year. Be ready. So India. What's up? We talked about the things that we like. Now we got to talk about the things that we didn't like about London. I don't think I'm going to have five things I didn't like about London. I help you out. Go ahead. Shoot them out to me real fast. Um, Five things you didn't like. I'll go through mine and let you think then. Um, uh, number one. The, lo the local people. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's probably um, the, the... The local people were pretty rude. They don't smile. Um... <laughs> They breath stink too. Southern Some charm, of not all of them. Southern charm does not exist in London, um, but London is very much so like New York to me, and uh, people from New York aren't very nice. <laughs> so, no big deal there. And then, oh, another thing I hated was that the toilets. So you know when you use the restroom here, <laughs> you can stick your foot up. To flush the toilet, you know, so you don't have to touch nothing. Well, all of their, like, the flush part of the toilet in London is a button. Different gotta, everywhere. And you got to push it. <laughs> and I, I just... You got one side for urine and the other side for feces. Well, some of the toilets here are like that. It was just a simple flush fact flush down. That's of right. everywhere you went, you almost had to put your finger... On the button to flush the toilet. And what if somebody didn't, what if somebody got little, little remnants inside of their fingernail? 
And then they uh, had to go disgusting. press the button. And then you went to press the button right behind them. That's now you got pink eye. disgusting. Hope you don't get pink eye later on. Absolutely disgusting. But yeah, I hated that. <laughs> so watch out for that. All right, what else? Anything else? Um... You gotta give me five. This is the you know, fifth like, anniversary episode. I felt like I had to watch the way that I was carrying my purse a lot because I was afraid of being pickpocketed. Yeah, so, people would scare you though. Uh, Everybody that was, told us about that. That was a little annoying. Everybody was like, hey, carry your things in the front, get a fanny pack. You always, you never need to keep your wallet in your back pocket. Even my mom and my dad, they told us that when they went to Buckingham Palace to see the changing of the guard, that the police came out and announced that everybody moved their bag to the front of their body so the pickpocketers won't come by and get their things. So I guess it's real out there, you know, but I didn't take the chance. To India's point. Yeah. Let me see. Another thing I didn't like. I just had one at the top of my head and just forgot. I'm sorry about that. I talk too much. Darn. What was it? Well, mine was mine are, are pretty similar why you think. I would say it would be the rude people. That's like the number one thing. Um, at certain times the subway got way too overcrowded. The tube, I'm sorry, got way too um overcrowded. The tube on Sundays. If you go to Lord, London, don't ride the tube do on not Sunday. Ride the tube on Sunday, your ass is gonna be stuck like Chuck. Sitting there with people and they don't care about your personal space. When it comes to the tube, you're going to be face to face with somebody, almost kissing them. And um, I hope I'm not being politically incorrect right now. But in London, there are a whole bunch of Asian tourists that come there. And when they get on the tube with you, this one lady, she stood right underneath my arm. I had to keep my arm up on the rail the entire time. And when I got ready to get off, I made a mistake and elbowed her in the top of the head. She looked at me like she wanted to fight me, but it was her fault. Like she tucked herself right underneath my armpit. Like she was trying to figure out if I had on degree of dove. Well, you know, you go places and then you realize how many people... You know, still really have a huge sense of entitlement, but yes, Lord, my goodness gracious! You can't. You just kind of have to navigate around it. Um, I just thought of another one: the rain. Um, oh, weather was my next one. The yeah. rain. Yes, I didn't mind it being cold, nope. but the rain—it's so unpredictable. Like you can wake up, check the weather, and it's like no rain for today, and then all of a sudden you're outside and it's just raining. It's like Miami, but cold. It's yeah. like, as far as the rain, like Miami, the rain is stopped, sun to come out, hot beaches. In London, it'd be cold, it'll rain, and then it'd just be raining dark. But it's, but, but it only rained twice while we were there. Yeah, um, that was a blessing. <laughs> only twice. It was it a was good time. It was supposed to rain every day. And it only rained, like, not while we were out, it only rained uh, once while we were out. And the second time it rained at night, we was already asleep, so we didn't even see the rain. So that was a good time, too. And I think I had like a couple of more. I couldn't find any sports channels. Oh, that didn't bother you. Yeah, I know it all. didn't bother you, but I, I wanted to see a little, you know, we went to a sports bar or something. I wanted to watch a little bit of old TV. I couldn't find any sports channels. I don't know where they went. So I was looking for those in London and couldn't keep up with my sports. And um, yeah, I, I, that's really it because I mean, 
end of the day, we had a phenomenal time and it was a great city and I wouldn't change anything that we did except one for anything. We'll talk about that. So India. What's up? Now I want you to give the people some tips that you, well, now not tips. I'm going to give a tip in a second, but I want you now to tell the people some things they must go and must do and must see while they're in London because we had the luxury of putting it on Instagram and people giving us some great recommendations and now we want to make sure that we share those things with you all as best that we can uh make sure you go i know what you're saying to the natural history museum well I, that wasn't what i was gonna say first but okay. yeah natural history museum definitely at the top of the list okay it is free it's free 99 but in my opinion it's one of the best museums they have there it's actually one of the best museums i've ever been to and i've been to a lot of museums because I love museums. Um, that one was definitely worth it. Uh, you got to go to, is it Harrods? Is that how you say it? Yep. Harrods. Uh, granted, everything is crazy expensive in Harrods. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, crazy expensive. Crazy crowded. All designer. But you have to go just to, just to say you saw it. You gotta, like, be in, you gotta be in with the, the people, right? The department store is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is just gorgeous in there. So even if you just window shopping, you just, just go. Just go. Just be in to the take moment, a look. Experience the um all the people, all the nice stores. What else you got? Um you know, I'm like I'm not a huge fan of like the super, super touristy stuff, but I did really enjoy the London Eye. Yeah, it was super dope. Yeah, the London Eye. London Eye to me is a must go as well. You got to go to the London Eye to say you did these things. I mean, I don't know shit. You might go to London every week. But if you go for the first time, I say try to do as much as you can when you get there in the beginning. So India said the Natural History Museum, said Harrods, the London Eye. Um, We ate... At a few really nice restaurants. We did. We ate at three. We ate at Spring Restaurant. Spring. Um, We had cocktails at Sketch. Sketch. Fire. And we ate at, what was the other place? Park Chinos. I don't think it's called Park Chinos. I think it's called like Park Chinos or something like that. I don't know. Park Chinos. But whatever. It's spelled C-H-I-N-O-S. When I go to. N-O-I-S. Huh? It's a it's an I in another I in there. C H I N. Yes. You might be right then. <laughs> I thought it was just chinos, like the pants. No. Like park chinos. No, that's not it. <laughs> I can't keep my phone in my hand today. Um, yeah. I would say of those three, well, I like them for different things. Okay. So uh park uh Chinos. That one had the live entertainment. They did have live entertainment. Let me tell you about this lady. Tell her. I was, we were in Park Chinois and they had the live entertainment. And one lady came out and she was supposed to be Eve, like Adam and Eve, Poison Ivy. I thought she was Poison Ivy and he said she was Eve. And I think she was. She put out an album. She well, bit the album. I was going to say the only reason why I thought she was Eve is because, well, Granted, she, she, did damn have apple. On, she, she did have on she that naked. I'm finna say she was naked except mm. for the little pasties covering her boobs. Yeah, little titty pasties. And she 
the little well, belly the, dance. I don't think the feathers had anything to do with anything, but she sashayed throughout the restaurant. She did a good job. And then she grabbed the apple, and then she bit the apple. Bit the apple. And then she went and got the snake. And so I was like, she okay, well. She picked up a snake out of a box. I was like, uh, my guess is that she's Eve. <laughs> my heart. And she picked up that snake because my... Sky had my back turned to a little bit, but I could see her well enough. She got the snake out of the box and she proceeded to, like India say, shashay around and she got beside me. And when I tell y'all, I froze up. I thought she was going to put the snake on me, but I could, I think. She felt my energy like Summer Walker. Like she didn't want the energy on her. She wasn't stunning you. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I didn't want this snake on me at all. She went right along and put the snake on this old dude. See, he got erection. He was so excited about this. He snake. was. He was. It was a lot of. <laughs> it, yeah. He must. He. I guess he was turned on. That's what it, it appeared to. He be. loved it. But, but um. So yeah, that place for entertainment. Um, sketch. For the vibe. Vibes. Nice vibes and sketch. So, if you look up sketch on Instagram, all you see is the pink room. And so, you have to have reservations to eat in there. And we didn't make reservations. We just kind of wanted to check it out because, you know, just see what the hype was about. Right on. And, um... Honestly, I didn't care. And once I saw it, I mean, it, it is it's a gorgeous room in person, but... I didn't really care to eat dinner in there. Nah. Um, but we ate in the little cocktail bar room and had some drinks and, you know, appetizers and stuff. And the DJ was bomb. Killed it. Old looking dude, too. He looked like the doctor from Back to the Future. What's the what's my guy's name? I know exactly who you're talking about. But that's, that's who he looked yeah, like, right? That's who he looked like. He was killing it, though. I'm like, my man. Can I bring you back with us? Yeah. Um, Doc McFly. I was definitely impressed by the music selection that they played. It was great. Sketch. Mm -hmm. So, Sketch. And then the other place, Spring Street. If you go. Spring on Spring Street. I mean, Spring Restaurant. If you go and you're just doing like, you know, date. That something romantic, is the, something different. That is the perfect restaurant for a date. The food was amazing. The vibes. And then they finish you off with the most delicious chocolates. <laughs> they were a dream come true. So the bad thing about the spring is it's a bad thing about spring. You can only get the chocolates there. And they only give you two. And you can't buy them. I was trying to convince them to let me buy some. But the waitress was so nice. She gave us some free ice cream that had pieces of the chocolate inside of the ice cream. So if you go to London, you have to check out Spring Restaurant. Now, Indy's list was dope. Like I got a few more items on my list. One of them we didn't get a chance to do. I really wanted to do it, but go to the Shard. Um, and that's the tallest building in London. You can go up there and see the entire city. Also, I love when we went to the Tower Bridge. You can go to the top and look down again over the city of London. Also, we climbed the O2. That was probably my favorite thing because you know me, I like stuff like that. But I would suggest climbing the O2. It's reasonably priced. It's a once in a lifetime experience. And when 
is the last oh shit, when is the only time you can tell somebody, hey, I climbed up an arena. You know what I mean? So yeah. how dope is that? Um I'm trying to think of what oh yeah, Regent Street. It's just like Times Square. Oh my gosh. It's called Regent's Street. So I suggest everybody go there, try it out. Um, it's so beautiful. Shop, walk around, be with the people. And then when you get done there, walk up a little further and go to Oxford Street. Kind of the same vibes. Shopping, people watching, eating food, going to different type of pubs. Um, we also toured the parks as well. We did all the parks, the Hyde Park, the Green Park. Um, what other park we did we do? I forgot the name of it. It was the, the Queen's Kensington Gar- Palace. Yeah. No, was, I thought it was the, the Queen's Garden or some yes. somebody's garden. Okay. I'm like not even joking. Yeah, me either. I'm like, hi, I believe you. I just can't <laughs> think of it right now. Um, we did all of that. So I suggest when you go do that. Now, the only thing that we I feel like we dropped the ball on when we first got there because it was so damn early. We couldn't check in our hotel. We dropped our bags off and we didn't have a plan. No. So I felt like we kind of. We just wasted time, really. But we, no, we did stumble up on some nice stuff. Went to the, um, what museum did we go to? Went to a museum. Oh, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trafalgar shoot. Square. Yeah. Trafalgar Square. Yeah. Went to a museum and. If y'all didn't hear on my Insta Live story, I left all of my pants at home. The only pair of pants I had, pants that I wore there, and also my suit pants. I left all of my pants at home. And you kept getting on to me about packing last minute and not having my stuff together. I had my stuff and packed. And you leave Nashville with no pants. I had my stuff packed, but I left them at home. Now... I told Indy I wish I had a blog for one reason and for one reason only, for this trip. So I can tell everybody how I packed for this trip and how I maneuvered, especially the guys, especially the guys. So with that being said, we got a lot lot of stuff to cover, but we're already like pushing time right now. But I want to get to this, so we might come back and talk, talk a little more in a second, but let me get to it. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relation Tips. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So this week, B-Love Relation Tip is brought to you in part by Red Bull. Because I need one right now. And I'm losing my voice because... I think I'm losing my voice too. We We just need to go to sleep. Yeah, we need to go to sleep. (laughs) We we, we partied too hard. You know what I mean? We were gone for a long time. We didn't even talk about how we traveled with Blake. But we're going to talk about that. We'll do that in your section. How about that? That's what you can do. Oh, Lord. Make it easy for you. So I just gave you what to do. Now, my relationship is... It's it's a relationship, but then again, it's also a survival tip. But what I want to tell the guys right now, I'm going to give you two for one. The first one is how to pack. And I'm going to write this down because India said, you can use my blog to write it down. I said, all right, cool. I will do that. But really, the only two items you need for London, you probably, I'm going to give you three. I don't know what you're about to say. You need at least one Nike tech suit. I would suggest bringing two. You bring two Nike tech suit, Nike tech suits for seven days, and you break them down like this. The 
first time, you wear the, the full suit. Second day, you might wear the pants and a long sleeve shirt and a big coat. Third day, guess what you do? You wear the other full suit. Then that day, you do the same thing. And you keep switching it up back and forth. All you need to survive is two suits and a pair of black corduroy pants. And a coat. And a coat. Of course, a coat. I mean, if you're going in November, you know you need a coat. Now, after that, beyond that, if you're going out for the nightlife, the only thing you need is a suit. One suit, and you just transition that suit to different phases. One phase, you wear the suit, the full suit. You might wear a shirt and a top. Next day, hey, you might just take off the um, suit blazer and wear the pants, a nice sweater, and you put the coat on top of that. The next time, what you do, you put the full suit back on again, and you wear the full suit with a nice long sleeve shirt. But you keep going like that. Not a collar shirt, but a nice looking kind of casual vibe. I'll write this down in more detail. You but should do a style video. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what? I might. I'm going to say I'm getting my India bag, and I might do a style video on how you should pack for London. I packed light. I packed so light, I forgot my damn pants. <laughs> But I do think that there was some method to my madness when I packed that light. I was like, damn, I didn't even need all of the clothes that I thought I did because the way I mixed and matched my outfits. Um, because I did bring my Nike Tech suit, so I did have those pants. So I was able to kind of work around and utilize the stuff that I had while we were in London. Now, my next tip, I thought about this. I wanted to give... Five things that I've learned in marriage within the last five years. So, fellas, if you plan on getting married, if you are newly married, or if you are been married, you still can learn something from this. So, the five things that I've learned in marriage right now is we are going to continue the art to argue, but as the arguments become fewer, they become more petty. Like now we argue about stuff like India. Why do you have to close the toilet that hard when you get done doing whatever you're doing? Or India, did you remember to turn the alarm on? Or she might say, Barry, did you remember say, to close the garage? No, you know. We I'm argue about that type on. of stuff now. Like now the arguments that's a, that's a me argument. The arguments have shifted from where they were, like big, like almost earth shattering arguments to now like uh why didn't you put the card up on the iron you left the iron now what if blake comes in and trips over the iron those are the arguments that we have now number two i've learned that we have to continue to date and keep things spicy now i will be the first to admit i fell off the wagon a few times but I'm jumping back on the wagon and I'm jumping back on the wagon hard. I'm dating. I'm trying to get back in my groove, I'm trying to get me some consistent babysitters. So we have to continue to keep things spicy. Number three, no matter what, she will always end up eating your food from your plate. <laughs> even when she says, I'm not even really that hungry. As soon as your food comes out, she's going to get to picking a fry 
going to get to picking a piece of lamb off your plate. No matter what it is in five years, every time you get your food, she's going to look and say, mm, that looks better than mine. Number four, the fourth thing that I've learned is do not try to mansplain a woman even when you know how to do something that she's trying to figure out. Let her come and ask you for help versus telling her, hey, this is how to do it and then doing it for her. It's not going to work and it's going to lead into that petty argument. Last but not least, number five is something that I continue to struggle with, something that I will continue to try to get better with, and it is the big bad C, communicate. Number five, the fifth thing that I've learned in marriage is we are not all great communicators, even though we think we are. We all try to get our point across, but the key to communication is respect. As long as we can respect one another, we can truly understand and communicate the points that we are trying to get out. And that those are the five things that I've learned in marriage that I want to share with my brothers out there. And I made it through with my voice. India! I'm going to do... Do I have five things that I've learned? You don't have five things like me, so don't Um, even try it. Don't you try it. One thing Mm -mm. is that if you don't communicate... It's not going to work. Just stole mine. I All didn't steal you did is no, repurpose it. yours. That applies to me. Okay. That's a fact. You repurpose uh, Second thing, you got to learn to pick your battles. Stole mine again. You can't. No. You said that we <laughs> that our arguments have shifted and we argue about very little stupid things. We do. It's true. However, sometimes... I just let it go. And I say, I'm not doing this with you today. Just me. It's picking your battles. Okay. I like that. Uh, Number three would be you have to consider your person's, your significant other's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's been hard for me is like when you tell me that something bothers you or if you get upset about something and I think it's so small and I'm like, why are you really upset about that? Like why like you true. should not be upset about that. But I I have to I had to learn to respect how you feel. Even though I may feel like the reason that you're mad is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You still have to respect how the other person feels. You can't tell me how to feel. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at three. Because those are three big ones for me. I like those. I Give it up for yourself on the fly. And the pretty good. On the fly. Pretty good. Now, do you want to get into it real fast? Uh, Sure. Let's do it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Oh. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! I don't even think you needed to play that drop. I didn't think I did Because it doesn't either. even apply it doesn't, to nothing. But I had to play it as yours. Um, I guess I can touch briefly on, you know, us traveling with Blake again. Let's do it. Get into it. Um, Blake actually did pretty good. 
Mm, I get black I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit nervous because there was a six-hour time difference. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was going to just take us under. But it didn't. It was rough. I, people always ask, like, you know, why I... Am I? Why are we traveling with Blake? Why aren't we going by ourselves? But it doesn't bother me. And even though, you know, Blake won't remember it, I will. And I think that's important for me. And so the hardest part about going on these, you know, big trips is just the travel part. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is getting there and going back home. Mm-hmm. Once you, when you're in the thick of it, the meat of the trip, you know, for the most part, everything goes fine. Unless you have a boy who's a little bit adventurous. A lot of bit adventurous. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because <laughs> so when we went to Jamaica yep. back in March, <laughs> you know, he got sick. He got Blake really got sick. He got real sick in Jamaica. He spiked that 104 fever and just had us worried as hell for the first two, three days of the trip. Daddy was ready to come and home. so this trip, I was like trying everything in my powers to prevent him getting sick or, you know, spiking a fever while we were on this trip. India gave this man vitamins. I did. Like, Indy I was, was pumping him, him with vitamins. Essential, essential oils, oils on his like, neck and his feet. Blake what? loved that. I was doing it all. And granted, he did not get sick. He didn't. But he face planted on the concrete. <laughs> and scraped his entire, I mean, he scraped his nose and his forehead. So his whole face and is just, lip. yeah, his whole face is just scabbed up right now. And so you can't plan for stuff like that. And the thing about it is he was playing so hard. It's the thing like Blake got to the point where he would run and want to slide on his knees. I don't know where he, he got that from. He doing that. And now it's his thing. Now he runs, and then he just slide on his knees. He tried to run and slide on his knees on some damn rocks, and then rocks were unforgiving. He ran, slid, but the rocks didn't slide with him. And his, he tried to catch himself. Little hands went down. But his head is kind of big. So hands went down, head went into the concrete, nose did too. Boop. All I heard was, it was a nice thud. And I was like, oh shit. Well, what sucked? I thought he had a concussion. What sucked about the fall is that <laughs> in London, there's a lot of walking. Yes. And the day that he fell was the day that we were visiting all of these parks. But the parks are just connected. Like they're just, it's just. Miles of parks that are all connected. And so we were walking through the park to get to Kensington Palace, and we have finally made it. I mean, we felt like we had been walking forever. And you could see Kensington Palace, but it was still like far off. In the distance. He falls, and blood is everywhere. I'm talking, Blake was leaking blood. And so, of course, I had to hold him because I'm trying to get his nose to stop bleeding. And we literally had to book it. It took us like another five minutes to even get to the building. And that's with us like speed walking. Like like it probably would have taken us a little bit longer had we been walking at a regular pace. But I was trying to 
book it inside of any building at that point just to find like neosporin or you know alcohol or anything to clean his nose a stitch or like help you know his nose stop bleeding so like I said the the trip the trips are fine it's they just are. you know you can't plan for the accidents but I would hate for that to deter you from traveling forever with your kids and mm-hmm. I know you know some people say that it's you know a money factor and you know I'll you know one day but you can I do feel it like now. if you can do if you if you can figure it out I say do it now because you don't know what your money situation is gonna look like five years from now. Yeah, you, you can, can do only it now. hope that your money situation is better than what it is right now. And it, it, it's a good experience. Now I will say it's good to also to have help with you. Like we had help with us because um, we were able to go out at night and all this type of stuff. My parents and my sister went with us as well, and they were able to keep Blake at night. But he. For, 89% of the trip, he was with us. The only time that he wasn't with us was on our anniversary. That's it. Yeah. And at night, when we went out at night. But other than that, Blake was with us the entire time on the entire trip. So that was huge. And that was big for us just to have that help. And we are definitely grateful. So if you can do it and you can um, solicit some help, I say by all means, do it. Don't be afraid to ask um, your parents, your kids, grandparents to go with you. I mean, do it. If you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Run it. Yeah, but it was an amazing trip. It's another trip that we've gone on that I don't regret bringing Blake. Uh -uh. But I will say this. So next time I challenged India to let me pack Blake's things. This time she packed Last time in Jamaica, she packed on the next trip that we go with Blake. Like, if we go somewhere out of the country or we go somewhere, um, each, even in the States, I want to pack for Blake just to show her that um, I am a capable person when it comes to packing. Because <laughs> she wouldn't, she doesn't let me do it. Um, but I want to prove to her that I can pack for my son. You got anything else to add, give to the people? Major tip. Major tip alert. If you go to London with a kid, take a stroller. Oh, yeah, big tip. And buy a rain cover. Big tip. You can find them on Amazon. It's like a stroller rain shield. Yes, that's a big tip. And also get a foot muff. A a stroller foot muff. And also the snooze shade. Oh, yeah. So that was another reason why the trip went so well. Like the jet lag really only affected Blake, I would say the first two days. Say the first day. But well, we we wouldn't know really the second day because he didn't sleep in our room. He didn't. But um, I found this thing on Amazon called a snooze shade. And literally wherever we were, if he started fussing, I just popped the snooze shade on the stroller. Pushed him around for a couple of minutes and Blake was out like a light. Like a light. So I 100% recommend the snooze shade. Yes. Uh, because that made all the difference for our trip. <laughs> that was a key too. That was a definite key. 
Yeah, so when I do these trips, I try to make it convenient for Blake to be able to nap. So now, we I will in- say this. I'm going to stop you. India tries to make things sometimes a little bit too convenient. India was bragging about this thing she bought on Amazon for weeks. I bought a lot I of never stuff let, on let, Amazon. Me, I, let me get to it. I never questioned what it was, but India told me that it was going to make Blake sleep better. So I'm like, all right, cool. No, I said I read that it could potentially make him more comfortable on the long flight. All of a sudden, we get on the flight going from Boston to London and India's hands me over this inflatable object and said, here, finish blowing this up. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I blow, I huff, and I puff. India bought a glorified glorified beach ball for Blake to sleep on. It was on. not a glorified beach ball. It was a it square was, it was glorified really, beach ball. It was really a foot rest. Okay. And people use it on planes to stick between the seat and the seat in front of you. I tell you what. So that I never use it again. So that kids can stretch out. He kind of used it on the way there but he started rolling around and he, he ended did. up mostly on the seat than on the footrest he did so i and mean luckily still, we had a seat in between us too he still stretched out he it, it's but to him it probably still felt like he had a bed so i don't think it was a total loss whatever i'm just saying next time i'm packing for blake and we are packing the bare essentials his puppy his doggy his blanket i mean sorry his puppy his bunny his blanket and his mama's boobs. And then we're going <laughs> to hop on the plane and we're going to be off. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Shop Indie Boutique on Instagram. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure, like I said earlier, you follow She and I podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message. Share the episode. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tune in. And we will be continuing the London conversation. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Thank all the people for the recommendation. Afternoon tea. It was amazing, too. We did that at St. Ermine's Autograph Hotel, I think. I'm going to say St. Ermine's. It was fire. Shout out to the homie who told me that. But anyway, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,